Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 14. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. Let's uh, pray. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you again for uh, another fresh day, uh, another opportunity to be able to read and to reflect on your word. I ask God, as always, that your spirit lead us afresh, uh, renew our minds, transform us, and uh, Lord, challenge us as well. Challenge us to rethink at the paradigms of that we normally work in to a new place. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, is everybody tired of hearing me? like fangirl about how much I love the uh, message. No, I've actually had a lot week. of people mention and this to me. It's that, really that, hard that, to tell whether I'm making fun of it or if I really like no, it, right? No, no, no. So it is hard to tell. On, on Tuesdays. I'm not even sure. On Tuesdays, when we, when we, uh, I have my Bible study group on Tuesdays that meet with, you know, the, the kind of the, the wiser generation at my church and, and uh, we read the text as well. Oh, do you read it in the message? There are a couple of people who actually do read it and Bob and Audrey read it in the message version when we're going around sharing the text and they bring up oh, how they love that you love the message. They and love I'm like, that. I yeah, love the message. Yeah. I find the message just I know. very charming and it hilarious. Is. And is it really long today? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's about always. 400 pages it's long. It's not a paraphrase. I, I know I keep sticking to that, but my <laughs> goodness. Okay, we're reading from the message, Romans chapter 7, verses 1 through 12, subtitle, Torn between one way and another. I think it's kind of good just because of the way that I read it. Yeah, that's true. You shouldn't have any trouble understanding this, friends, for you know all the ins and outs of the law, how it works, and how its power touches only the living. For instance, a wife is legally tied to her husband while he lives, but if he dies, she's free. If she lives with another man while her husband is living, she's obviously an adulteress. But if he dies, She is quite free to marry another man in good conscience with no one's disapproval. You hear that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, my friends, this is something like what has taken place with you. When Christ died, he took that entire rule-dominated way of life down with him and left it in the tomb, leaving you free to marry a resurrection life and bear offspring, these are quotes, of faith for God. For as long as we lived that old way of life, doing whatever we felt we could get away with, sin was calling most of the shots as the old law code hemmed us in. And this made us all the more rebellious. In the end, all we had to show for it was miscarriages and stillbirths. Wow. But now that we're no longer shackled to that domineering maid of sin and out from under all those oppressive regulations and fine print, we're free to live a new life in the freedom of God. But I can hear you say, if the law code was as bad as all that, it's no better than sin itself. That's certainly not true. The law code had a perfectly legitimate function. Without its clear guidelines for right and wrong, moral behavior would be mostly guesswork. Apart from the succinct surgical command, you shall not covet, I could have dressed covetousness up to look like a virtue and ruined my life with it. Don't you remember how it was? I do, perfectly well. The law code started out as an excellent piece of work. What happened, though, was that sin found a way to pervert the command into a temptation, making a piece of forbidden fruit out of it. The law code, instead of being used to guide me, 
was used to seduce me. Without all the paraphernalia of the law code, sin looked pretty dull and lifeless, and I went along without paying much attention to it. But once sin got its hands on the law code and decked itself out in all that finery, I was fooled and fell for it. The very command that was supposed to guide me into life was cleverly used to trip me up, throwing me headlong. So sin was plenty alive and I was stone dead. But the law code itself is God's good and common sense, each command sane and holy counsel. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Not too sure about that little sentence and how happy you got about that one about, uh, let Which me see one? here. Um, oh, if he's but dead. But if dead, uh, she you can, can marry. with another man. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. no one's disapproval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody you, can you're give a little the bit, stink uh, eye Yeah, just for way. the record on this podcast, if I should die soon, <laughs> <laughs> there may be some... Uh, Sherlock Holmes investigation. investigation. Yeah, I do. I demand immediate (laughs) investigation. I want someone to look into this. Arsenic. (laughs) Arsenic in my food. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so here's the question. All Mm -hmm. right, so uh, we are um, on Tuesday. I'm just trying to remember where we are. Okay. Yes, we're on Tuesday. If you are unaware of a law, should you be punished for breaking it? If well, you're no. unaware of a law, well... I think, obviously, no. Uh, um, yeah, I know that there's plenty of legal... Police officers don't I know. feel that way. Well, of course they don't. No. They're but like, I'm, am I duh. a police officer? <laughs> I am not. I'm not an agent of the state. But the law still exists. So? so if you don't... Okay, like... Uh, yeah, officer, I didn't realize... Uh, well, I think you do get was, away with that sometimes. Um, uh, Kyle, you can try. Kyle you likes can try. to talk about Iowa and how they don't post their speed limits. I don't yeah. remember this about Iowa, but yeah. I'm going to be driving through there. In let, me know, let me know how that goes for you. Well, I'm just going to drive slow. Oh, okay, yeah. Or I'm no, going to look it up ahead of time test on the it internet. Out. And, but, no, my thing is that sometimes if you do say, hey, officer, you know, I'm coming from another state and you don't have your speed limit posted yeah. anywhere, you can plead ignorance and sometimes yeah. you get away with it. But if you're unaware of a lot, well, I have, again, I want to go back to this question because in the message, it's even more clearly put that Paul would not have had a problem with coveting except the law actually caused him to have a temptation about it. No. I, and I'm saying that I think no. there's something about formulating a don't do this. It's like the don't yes. think about red monkeys. And I'm not right now. Right. I'm only thinking of green ones. So isn't there something yeah. about, I mean, I've said, I've made this argument so many times, I'm bored of myself even saying then it. Then don't mention it now. Well, I haven't said it on this podcast, though, so people, people might be like, whoa, please tell us what it is. I Hold think them in the, suspense. The act, I mean, as a parent, as mm-hmm. anybody who's in yeah. a position of making rules, the act of drawing a line in the sand mm-hmm. absolutely invites people to cross it. Yes, it does. And that's so, actually part of the fun. The point is, I mean, one smart move can be to draw as few lines in the sand as you possibly can. Yes. You don't do that lightly. Unless, unless you know it's actually worthwhile. But you actually well, don't. Unless and it starts to be a problem. Like, yeah, you know, if I, I agree. start, I remember being, say, 13, turning mm-hmm. 13, and all of a sudden, everything that I went to, a youth program, camp meeting, whatever, yeah. it was all about don't do drugs oh, yeah. and don't have sex. And it was like, whoa, I didn't know I was supposed to be doing those things, but now <laughs> I know that I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, There's something yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. that is what the expectation yeah. is. And that's actually a concern that uh, a lot of parents have about presentation of material as well. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I mean, at true. the same time, I get that kids are encountering those things maybe mm-hmm. at roughly those ages too. But it feels like, I don't know, that there is something about saying don't do this. And it almost makes me wonder if the coveting thing is put in there as some sort of a decoy or a trap or a... Could it be, though? 
Because it's not as big it, of a deal as any of the other commandments. Mm, I don't know. I actually think that it's I, kind there of... There are a few I that think, I don't think are I think, a big deal, to be I quite honest. The swearing, a, don't have a big problem with that. Um, I think that it's actually pretty fantastic that, that, it, that Paul brings this particular one up because I think it talks to the nature of who we are um, in our character in our privacy and what we go, what's going on in our mind. And I think that's why he brings this up and says, look, the law, what the law did is actually showed that while I thought I was actually in sync with God, I really wasn't in sync with God. And so when he says to them right at the beginning here, you know, you're in the other versions, it talks really more about my brothers and sisters, my Jewish people, my, my fellow. Okay. So no, I kingdom. get what you're saying that there might be, I mean, like there probably are even lots of things that God has as standards that we don't even know about. That, or they could be know. like essential ones that are just like basic, like yeah. love humanity, be honest with each other. Well, it's and kind of like... I can't believe um, you guys are doing that. You can think you're doing a good job at, say, detailing a car, for instance. Yes. Until you meet somebody until who they meet really me. knows how to detail a car. Until they meet me, yeah. And then it's like, whoa, all the things oh. are missing, right? Oh, yeah. And well, they do. Not you, but... um. <laughs> No, I'm saying anybody who's really good at a thing. You can think you're pretty good at it until you meet somebody who's really good at yeah, it. It's true. So, I mean, that, that could be part of what it is. That is, that is actually, uh, and it's it's part of that nature of, of the struggle that people actually go through where they're having to work out. Uh, but I, d- I do really feel are. like the law should be intuitive enough that um, you should kind of have a, a feeling this is wrong. Yeah. Not a kind of, I had no idea I wasn't supposed to be doing this. And then, I was oh, watching now the- I'm dead or... Whatever, you I was know, watching it feels a little bit severe for a thing that mm-hmm. you're not aware of and that there would be no way that you would be aware of it. Yeah. I was watching this lecture today and uh, and in, and this person was speaking and they were showing a clip from Candid Camera, which is this old oh, TV show, right? from the 1980s, uh-huh. yes. And, uh, and in that TV show, they had this person standing in an elevator and then three actors would go into the elevator and they would all face the wall and the person would inevitably turn around and face the wall. Mm. And then they showed like, four or five different scenes and uh, they would they would with different people they would actually turn and wherever they turned the person would eventually turn and follow the direction of these three three other actors mm-hmm. right so the person inside that was just influenced to be able to do this now that person doesn't know that they're being filmed but the mm-hmm. law exists like the camera and so it just highlights to let you know by the way something else external is taking place here and you're being influenced uh, to do this, and I think that's what we, what Paul is trying to bring our attention to. But that's just one idea. Uh, our time is well past, and so I'm going to leave this question for you guys today. Think about this: If you are unaware of a law, should you be punished for breaking it? Talk to your friends about that. Uh, think about this today with your family and at work and school, and uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.